What's up, everybody? I'm Craig, and this is Trucking.fm podcast, sponsored by Truckstop.com. Truckstop.com is also the sponsor of our group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers on Facebook, so I definitely want to give them a huge shout out for being a great ally in the trucking industry. Now, before we get started, I want to start by saying some of my podcasts actually started out as a Facebook Live video, so at times, You may hear me say things like drop your comments below if you're watching or every once in a while notice the audio slightly cuts off due to the video to audio conversion. Nonetheless, the information is still just as valuable. I only wanted to give you a quick heads up to avoid any possible confusions with my listeners. Now, enough with all that. Let's get started. What's up, everybody? It's Craig. It's Tuesday. And now, typically, we do our Make More Money Mondays, sponsored by truckstop.com, on Mondays, as the name suggests. But if you were with us yesterday, watching on our Facebook Live uh, show, you probably heard nothing. (laughs) That's exactly what I got. And I do apologize. You know, people didn't message me during it. However, I don't have my computer screen up when I record, so I did not see it. I just have my little iPhone guy right here, and I did not check it in the beginning like I should have done. Nonetheless, I still wanted to give all the information for my uh, video viewers here. So we're going to redo our Make More Money Mondays. If you heard our podcast already last night, it's going to be a little bit different, so I went ahead and took it down. Um, The information is still about the same. I just added some bits and pieces into the mix there uh, just to see what we got. And now... I just want to make sure because, you know, the sound and the video on my side looks good. However, oftentimes it's not exactly what I see on the thing. And so I just checked it and the sound is working. So awesome. So for today's Make More Money Mondays on a Tuesday, kind of reminds me of that song, you know, that dumb song on a Tuesday, whatever. For a Make More Money Mondays uh, on a Tuesday segment, I definitely want to talk about uh, booking freight without a broker or booking freight without talking to brokers. I want to talk about finding a a niche in the industry to make more money. This is for both brokers and drivers, so brokers stay with me. And I want to end off by talking about mutts for trucks. Um, I know this story was being passed around about a week or two ago. I just want to bring it up again because, you know, like some things, I am late for the party on that one. 
Um, but I believe Freight Waves and her report until they were late on the party as well. But nonetheless, I hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. I sure did. If you follow my page, you most likely seen that I went to Sedona um, with my family over the weekend. If you're not familiar with Sedona, go ahead and Google search Sedona, Arizona or the Red Rocks in uh, Sedona. Um, it's a fascinating place. Been there a couple times, but not really, wasn't really interested in it the last couple times I went until this time. Um, just a nice weekend to relax, you know, rewind, recharge, almost literally, because if you believe in that, you know, the crystals and rocks and, you know, the energies and all that stuff, apparently Sedona is known for that. And so it was a great time uh, with a family from Illinois going up there and seeing the Red Rocks. Definitely needed it to say the least. But nonetheless, I wanted to start off today talking about booking freight without verbally speaking to a broker. And now a lot of you guys are probably wondering, how in the hell can you book freight without verbally speaking to a broker? Are we talking about Uber? Are we, are we talking about Convoy? Absolutely not. What we're talking about today is booking now that was released yesterday on Monday by truckstop.com. And now last month or so, three, four weeks ago, what have you, truckstop.com released some information kind of teasing us a bit about their partnership um, or their testing, if you will, with Schneider. And now not sure the results of that because they tested or Schneider and truckstop.com tested the booking now feature, you know, with their network or such. Didn't hear much about it. So I'm, I can't say much about it. However, I'm excited. The booking now uh, feature is finally released to the mainstream audience, all the carriers, all the brokers, everybody can use this feature. And now if you don't know much about the truck stop booking now, you've probably been probably been under a rock for some time because they are not the only marketplace that's coming out with all these powerful features to help you drivers make more money. And now in a nutshell, the booking now is essentially uh, is a feature on the already powerful load board that allows carriers, dispatchers and drivers, you know, to book freight with their um, in network brokers, if you will, or shippers just by simply clicking book now and i got some snippets of this so i definitely want to show you if you're not familiar with it but if you're listening i want to say this the only way to see these loads on the booking now is if you call your brokers up send them an email and say add me to your preferred carrier list that's the only way uh carriers driver dispatchers can take advantage of those booking now freight is by being added to the list and now once you're added it should be easy as one two three login click and off to the races well actually off to the shipper in that case and now as i talked about well before i go into that i do want to show you how this booking now uh works and now if you're a carrier and already have used this you know between yesterday and today or you uh, were able to test it out with schneider send me a message i am curious to see how it works however i do have um a few resources if you will that i want to show you to see exactly what it looks like and now like all the low boards, it literally starts exactly the same where, let me pop this guy up. Give me one second, people. Okay, literally starts all the same. You know, you go search for a load. Uh, here we go here. You go search for a load, you put in where you want. And now please note the prices here are clearly not accurate. It's just for testing purposes. That's why it says like 10 bucks. Nonetheless, you go through here, you search for a load. You can toggle between, you can toggle between the book it now um, as it's done there, when you see one, you kind of click it there. And to view the more details, just click show more details and boom, this is where it's at. You can scroll down here 
and just go through you know the pallet count the piece count the load number all that jazz of course with all the pickup and delivery information this is what i like because all the information is right here hence why you're able to just book it now without confirming boom if you like it go ahead and click it and this is what it looks like when you get awarded it's just this you go click confirm it automatically shoots off to the brokerage that you want this load it comes back as rewarded excuse me awarded in this case it was schneider because they are the one it was testing with but that's how easy it is to book freight just like that and now last week's show last make more money monday sponsored by truckstop.com i talked about how i was kind of shocked or i find it interesting rather how drivers started to adapt to this technology you know like just no other and now the reason why i say you know like this technology because truckstop.com is not the only marketplace out there with features like this or similar however the difference is the other uh the other marketplaces if you will like convoy uber freight uh what have you even jb hunt 360 if you will they hold a brokerage authority they are a broker and if you've been following truckstop.com they have said numerous times they have no plans to become a brokerage they are not a brokerage uh, they're not a broker, and so they're a little bit different. And now you can make your own judgment judgment based on that information. But to me, this is important because it keeps both parties or all parties neutral in the transaction. And now, years ago, I always kind of described this emergence of new age technology um, that I often talk about in my podcast on trucking.fm. But years ago, I think brokerages in initially thought, you know, drivers would not catch on to this new age technology. You know, I find it fascinating that they did. And, you know, I think this technology, you know, to be honest, is in result of drivers struggling the last few years, minus 2018. We all know that was, you know, a little bit different. However, you know, I think drivers, they've been facing tough times and this is just the result of it. Drivers started demanding brokers start posting the rate on the load board so they had the opportunity to book freight without verbally speaking to brokers. They started demanding to have all the information posted on the load board. So again, they don't have to dial these brokers for the same load and hear all the nonsense in between the dollars and cents. And so when brokerages did not give these features and did not give these technologies um, to the carriers, drivers, and other dispatchers in the market, you know, marketplaces like TruckStop, they stepped in and they gave it to them. They gave drivers exactly what they wanted. They gave them, you know, the feature where brokers have to post the rate if you want to be part of the book and now feature. They made where brokers have to post all the information because that's the only way you can book a load, especially in a book and now, is by having all the information. And now, of course, what they are doing is just clearly making it easier for brokers and carriers to connect. As I always say, connecting people with freight to the people who's looking for freight. That's why I have my group, Freight Brokers and Truck Drivers. That is the whole goal of the networking, is to have all these technologies. And I want to end it by saying, you know, the, excuse me, the Trucking Alliance Managing Director, he said in part that technology is a powerful tool the industry is not using enough. Think about that. Technology is a powerful tool that the industry isn't using enough. And so, go against that statement and get ahead of the curve by using itself. It's all out there to save time, which saving time equals making more money. If you can't make more money, you have to save it or you have to figure out ways to enhance the dollars that you have. And in this case, again, it's time. And so enough with that. 
I want to end it by saying, if you have not already been talking for over five minutes, make sure you send your emails now to your broker just saying, please add me to your preferred carrier list on truckstop.com so I can take advantage of your premium loads once I see them posted. And of course, you don't have to go through all the nonsense getting set up there. And now brings me to my next point. And now making more money in a down economy or finding a niche in a down economy or just an economy or in any um, sort of economy to make more money. And now when people start out as a broker, they tend to go after anybody who would give them freight. I definitely understand that, you know, in all honesty, uh, that's how I started. And I think a lot of people did start that. But one thing that a lot of people often forget is one thing. You're not the only one. Everybody else is going fishing with 10 fishing poles trying to get one fish and once they get that fish you know then they would decide what they want to do with it but the same question comes to me every time i keep thinking to myself how in the hell can everybody eat if we're all eating off the same plate and the simple answer is you can't unless you find a niche or a targeted service or product you could provide to the industry and now i looked it up of course before this because first i wasn't quite sure if that's how you pronounce it i know how to how it's spelled you know, but I wasn't sure if that's how you pronounce it. And now according to dictionary.com, we pronounce it niche. Uh, other countries, they call it niche or some sort. However, the word and the meaning still the same, but they, they, uh, um, they define a niche as, or the online dictionary uh, defines a niche as addressing a need for a product or service that is not being addressed by mainstream providers. And now that definition alone is why serving a niche market or having or providing a niche service can make you more money because as the definition says, not everybody is doing it, at least not in the mainstream. And now to figure out what niche uh, you want to target, you have to figure out what type of niche you want to get into. And now there's a ton of different niches. When I started researching this, you know, I started putting in categories because, you know, I talked about before, especially my earlier cast when I was already, uh, excuse me, when I was still brokering, you know, I was strong in the Southeast because that's where I was at for the last couple of years before I started brokering. So if in a way you could say that is my niche, however, it could be in different forms. It could be an equipment type niche, a commodity type, a particular lane type, um, sort of like, you know, how I just said the Southeast region, um, or it could be a combination of one, two or the other to create a hybrid niche, if you will. And now diving into a little bit, we definitely all know the truck or the equipment uh, type. We're talking about the flatbeds, the, uh, you know, low boys, RGN, step decks, what have yous, reefer trailers, uh, dry vans, power only. You can even get in a straight truck, expedited cargo van, whatever. Um, you know, there is a reason why I say van freight is cheap compared to overdimensional or specialized freight. Uh, because not everybody does those types of freight. Everybody does van freight. Everybody's, you know, coming in a truck and they typically do van or reefer freight. That's why we say that's called easy freight. It's easy freight, not a lot of money in it at all compared to, you know, normally overdimensional or specialty type freight. And now commodity type. Now, what is a commodity type? Well, it's, you know, your product. Is it produce? Is it cans, you know, uh, soda cans, whatever, bottled water, heavy machinery, you know, what have you, building supplies like bricks or stones for construction, even the wood there. Um, 
And we all know, you know, speaking of, you know, beverages, I know Wrexham and Bell, totally off subject a little bit. Wrexham and Bell just merged. One of them bought, you know, one of the other. They used to be competitors. If you look on the bottom of your can, I have one right here. They usually tell who's it made by. This cherry cola is made by Ball Corp. I mean, I said Bell. Ball Corp, which is now the same company as Wrexham because one of them bought each other out. But nonetheless, you know, everybody knows from the, you know, fourth quarter to first quarter, hauling beverages sucks. You make no money. It's heavy. There's no money. That's just how it is. But if you're familiar with it, we all know in between is good. You can make some serious money in the summer hauling, you know, the pop or soda, wherever you're from, whatever you call it. Uh, you know, the water, the beer, especially beer is good. You know, if you have the required permits in the states that you need it. The rates are awesome in the summer because, you know, they need to be moved. That could be considered a niche. And now moving right along to the lane niche or a region, regional niche, you could talk about like, you know, outbound Florida freight, you know, you could specialize in inbound Florida freight, which I don't know why you would. Um, outbound Chicago freight or, you know, the Northeast freight, the, the Northwest freight, wh what have you. Those can, can be considered uh, laying niches. But not only that, what about our neighboring countries, Canada, Mexico? You can get into the inbound and outbound freight with the international movements. Um, even with our sister uh, countries, it's pretty easy. Not everybody does it. So you can jump right into that if you're familiar with it. Um, you know, everybody knows produce going back up to the commodity type. So know, knowing your region, um, knowing your commodity matters because this is where, you know, to figure out what niche you want to do, this is what you need to figure out, you know, what's good where. Because I mean, it's, I want to be smart to, you know, start wanting to haul produce in the dead of winter in a place that doesn't have produce in the winter. You'd be, you know, moving around a dollar a mile, whereas, you know, the rest of the world could be about $2 a mile. That's just used as an example. That's just showing that you have to find a niche. And now I do understand when starting out or when you want to reorganize uh, your operation, it takes work. But I say this, people, you have to sit down and look at your numbers and your operations you cannot figure out to figure out where you are at. You have to know your numbers. And this goes, you know, well beyond the rate per mile. I know a lot of people just say, well, you know, Craig, I'm making pretty good money. I'm making $2 a mile, you know, on this freight or that freight, but they're sitting, you know, for a couple hours. But when I say to bring you the most money, I am talking about looking at all the factors within that rate per mile, the waiting at the shipper, the receiver, the labor, the mileage in between the headache, that brokerage, that shipper, that carrier may give you. All of that actually has to be, you know, included in your rate per mile to actually get a strong number of what you're doing. Because if you're going to the same shippers, same receivers, you know, at the low boards every week, making the same amount of money, doing the same thing, you need to start diving into it to see what you can do to tweak a little bit to have your results enhanced. That's the only way to do it. And now I say that because for brokers, <laughs> you can't afford the monthly load board costs if you're moving freight, you know, at cost or below even what your customer uh, awarded to you for just to keep your customers happy and now every you know everybody knows on the driver's side as well no one is making money on three dollars and fifty cents you know a mile of freight over 500 miles if your driver's waiting four and a half hours at the shipper or four and a half hours at the receiver or worse you know at both having to wait no one is making money at this but now this freight is usually found on the load boards and now the only way to make money doing all those stuff 
is if you're hauling specialty stuff. And now I always say, if I was to get back into brokering or if I dared jump in the carrier side again, I definitely would not jump into the low rate rat race of general dry van freight. I said it multiple times, or I should say I admitted it multiple times. That's used to be my cup of tea. I love doing, you know, besides expedited with sprinters, cargo vans, straight trucks, what have you. I generally stuck to uh, dry van, you know, general freight because it was easy. However, it was a rat race show, you know, every single year. Just, you know, it was not for me. So now being out of that industry, I would say, man, if I had to go back, I'll probably do some, you know, cross-border freight. Mexico, I used to do a ton of that. You know, at the Eagle Pass, um, Laredo Crossing, what have you. Probably do like cross-border freight. Last mile, because, you know, that is good. You know, off the select this. You actually make money with the, whoops, with the last mile. Or, you know, I mean, anything. Specialty freight, trade show freight, etc. I just definitely wouldn't drop, you know, jump right back in a general dry van freight. And I say that because of this. A lot of people who post on our Facebook group, freight brokers and truck drivers, you know, when they're new, they come in and say, you know, hey, what's going on? I am new, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, what kind of freight are you moving? And a lot of people are saying, oh, I'm getting great rates doing this, this, and this. So they go out and be like, oh, I want to do that too. What they're failing to realize, they may not make that same amount of money, you know, in that lane as their friends do. And this is like false expectations all the time. It could be something as they're hauling a, you know, using a different equipment type to haul freight that you don't know of, or they could be having direct relationships with these brokers or shippers that you don't know of. And so when people come in the group and saying, you know, a buddy of mine, you know, a buddy of mine at the truck stop saying he's making three, four dollars freight, why am I not making this freight, you know, with my dry van hauling low board freight? Well, you just answered your question right there because everybody else in the industry is doing it. You just have to take the time, sit down, look at your numbers, figure out, you know, what you can do. And now speaking of, it is the middle or actually the end of November. Since we're at the end of the year, this is the perfect time to plan out your 2020 and beyond. Uh, maybe do your five-year plan to zero in on what you're good at, what you're the best at, what brings you the most money in, you know, with your equipment type, remembering the time, labor, um, all that involved, not just rate per mile. But nonetheless, if you're interested in learning something new, interested in learning, you know, a different division of the freight world, check out the group Freight Brokers with Truck Drivers. Post in there, say what you're doing, what you're looking to do, because we have a ton of people in there who do all sorts of stuff in the transportation logistics, you know, industry, who can help you out. You never know who you can connect with that can uh, get you to the next level in your in your career, if you will. So. Tips, tricks, other resources, check out the group freight brokers and truck drivers because that's where you're going to find it. And now I just want to end, you know, speaking about niche, a niche, <laughs> if you will, is this. Whatever you do for the next year, if you do not want a repeat of this year or the year before, um, not 2018, talk about 2017, you need to do something different. And now we have all this technology, you know, being released constantly. I'm constantly talking about new technology being released that can help you do just that. If you're interested in, you know, over-dimensional load or specialty freight, go dive into it. If you're, you know, interested in reefer freight, go dive into it. I just say if you're struggling this year, change what you're doing so next year is golden, you know, for you and everybody around you. But that's just my take on it. 
Um, I'm interested to hear what everybody else thinks about that, especially hearing everybody's goals for the 2020, whether you're a trucker, you know, a broker, a dispatcher, and even an agent. I'm interested in hearing your goals. We hear a lot of negative, you know, a lot of negative stuff, especially in the group sometimes, um, you know, when the market's down, but we don't talk enough about what is good or what, you know, what we can do in the industry to help others. And now I know a lot of people are afraid to tell people what they're doing, you know, in fear that someone may steal their idea. Well, I always say this, I'm not in the business to reinvent the wheel. What I'm going to do is figure out what somebody else is doing and I'm going to make it better. Just start using that mindset that anything that you think of, you did not invent it. Okay. You just made it better. So you could, it's okay to talk to your network of people, your friends about what you're doing, what you're looking to do, because you never know someone else could join you and help you enhance your business and make more money in the year 2020. Cause man, we are already there. To be honest, I'm counting down the days because 2019 has been rough on everybody in the industry. Maybe not so much the shippers, but everybody else in the industry has been rough. So I'm just, you know, anxious to see how 2020 will go. Cause I mean, you know, we're already at the peak of retail, if not already over. And I didn't see much, um, you know, improvements in the industry. I know this is how it is, you know, year up year, but I was just really hoping um, for something different. Enough with that, enough with the niches, enough with make more money. I want to end our Make More Money Monday sponsored by truckstop.com today on a Tuesday. Let's talk about something cool. And now that's something cool is what I mentioned earlier, the mutts for trucks. And now again, I know I'm late for the party because as I did my research, as, as it turns out, this thing happened back in uh, September. So a few months ago, but excuse me, this mutts for trucks is essentially, I wrote it down, pedigree and mobile oil team, pedigree dog food and excuse me, mobile oil teaming up to host an adoption event um teaming up animals looking for a home with truck drivers who want an animal i mean that's the simplest way uh to put it but the reason why i want to talk about it is this you know as i was first reading about it you know on freightwaves.com i'm like wow this is very interesting i never thought about that what a great event i started researching more notice that there's other organizations who do something very similar too much for trucks but one thing that kept pointing out to me is this Drivers kept mentioning that, you know, the company they work for, the large truck company they work for, do not allow pets inside the cab. And I found that interesting because I know a lot of big companies do. I think Knight, uh, JB, I could be wrong. But anyways, there's big companies out there that allow animals inside the cab with the driver for companionship. Some of them just require a deposit, which is, you know, reasonable because I had to pay deposit moving to my house. Nonetheless. I just want to know what everybody else thinks because when I've asked people before, like send a picture, you know, or submit a picture of your uh, animal or mutt to our Facebook group, Freight Brokers Truck Drivers, I feel like a lot of people did. And now I'm wondering if they were all owner operators. I don't know. Something to think about. But anyways, it is already the end of the month. So next time, no, I guess we will have one more November Make More Money Monday. So next Make More Money Mondays will be on a Monday. I hope to see you then. If not, check me out on trucking.fm, trucking.fm so you don't miss anything. I appreciate you watching or listening. Till next time.